fucking Fred Durst Friday. So you know what? Take that fucking red baseball cap, turn it around, open up a nice refreshing glass of hot dog flavored water, get some chocolate starfish to munch on, and get ready to listen to our Fred Durst Friday take. How's it going, motherfuckers? (laughs) Yeah! We're over here in the Panthers <laughs> Friday booth, and we're here to fuck some shit up for you guys. Coming up on this day of the Zoo Crew in the morning, we're gonna be talking about the hilarious sexual assault. Turn that down. This <laughs> one, like that, because it's already really loud, and I got it at a quarter volume. So uh, no, that was for your sake. I'm oh, okay. sorry. <laughs> no, I just want to listen to this. It's gonna be fun to edit. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, you're goddamn right it is. Actually, yeah, it's gonna be hard to make any sort of cut. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it sounds like what? It's some ear bleed shit for me. I'm sorry. Do you want me to turn it down? Cause that's too fucking bad, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds great down here. Maybe yes, you should fucking uh, get down to, here. To the attune of the entire Woodstock '99 performance, today we're gonna be talking about. Woodstock 99 and Population 436, which won uh, their uh, <laughs> their uh, their episodes from the first part of the bracket. Yes, they both won their first episodes. And what did they go up against previously? Population 436 was against the long shots. Yes. I remember that. Uh, which I, in a contested vote from with, with our beautiful friend of the podcast, Nathan, uh, managed to push through against your wills. Yes. Um, um, I think Woodstock 99 uh, went up against the uh, Fredgers dump. Is yes. Oh, it yes, it did. Yeah. It did, yes. Okay. Uh, and to be fair, speaking of giant dumps, we should get into <laughs> some of the entries here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know what you're talking about. Because we so, got some bangers on the menu tonight. Absolutely. And speaking of bangers, uh, first we're going to be covering the Woodstock 99 performance in its entirety. Because last time we just went over the aftermath of the PR disaster that was. <laughs> yes, the, uh, the, the absolute yes, disaster. Of the Limp Bizkit uh, Woodstock 99 performance. Now we're but, creating a PR disaster of our own, baby! <laughs> exactly. But I would like to discuss some of the funny moments in it. So this first song is... Uh, first song is... Uh, I don't remember, but it is a song. Uh, <laughs> uh, and this also, isn't what I recognize, I gotta say that, but... Uh, Wait, and there, there's some funny moments down. from the opening of Woodstock '99. Uh, all the members of, Woods, uh, of Woodstock, all the members of Limp Biscuit are flipping off the audience, and Sam Rivers especially goes like this. He could <laughs> not look more enthused to flip off the audience. It is very contrived. Yeah, you have to you have to be too cool to be flipping off the audience. So, I got the set list down here. The first song is uh, "Just Like This." Yes, and I think honestly, it's kind of a weak opener. Mm. It's just it just doesn't start off on that exciting of a foot. Yeah. But then it kicks off into Show Me What You Got, which I think is that Jay Z song from uh the his yes. first post retirement album. I, I think yeah. it's the one they did with uh, uh he did with Lincoln Park, right? Yeah. From Collision Core. Yeah, uh, it was it was post Collision Core's uh his best album. Um <laughs> I don't even remember that and one. And there's really. there's also I honestly I feel like I'm I'm the weird kid who I never listened to that Jay-Z Linkin Park album that I feel like everyone else did around that time. Oh, it was great. Mm-hmm. And that was a, well, this is a sidetrack. It has nothing to do with anything here. But yeah, you definitely fucked up by not listening to Collision Course because it's still yeah. bang. Well, speaking <laughs> of the best Linkin Park album, you got to listen to Reanimation one of these fucking days. Oh, yeah. It's lit. Um, and then, yeah, the, the next song, uh, 
I, 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 and I, I don't want to like pinpoint it because I'm sure this person is a nice person, but doubt it. There is a there's a little person on stage, and there's Vern Troyer later on as well shows up, but this was not Vern Troyer. I know that, and I think that was like the same person that like Kid Rock was with insane. at one point. Uh -huh. he did like his live performances with. It's like just some little person. He's like, yeah, isn't it funny? I have a little person on stage with me. And I think that guy died. <laughs> Damn. Very shortly <laughs> afterwards. I feel bad. Um, just, yeah, poor bastard. And also uh, on the third song. Man, the there's a lot of mic feedback in this. Sorry. <laughs> oh, well, speaking of mic stuff, there's some really funny stuff. To be fair, you're always very funny, but a different kind uh, of mic. Uh, but um, at one of the openings of one of the songs... Uh, Fred says, this shit looks insane. And, and knowing how it turned out, it's a little ominous. I, yeah, but if you if you look closely, I'm not sure if he's talking about the crowd or he, it looks like he might be uh, looking at like an infection in his pants. Uh, yeah. And he says, this shit looks insane. He's like, yo, I gotta go to the doctor to fuck <laughs> <He's> with <like, laughs> it. Like, what the fuck is he talking about? Oh, he must be talking about us. Yeah, and he's oh, like, yeah, I got and, um, weekend down my Seriously pant though, leg. considering how things turned out, that is kind of a uh, yeah. Uh, so I don't know if he does. He, is is he realizing what's going on, or is he? Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what I'm saying here. There's Later a on. moment too where he insults Les Claypool, which I'm not a big fan what? of. What? Yeah, he calls out Les Claypool, and I'm like, not cool, Fred. Uh, greatest bass player of all time, in my opinion. Uh, but. Fuck you, Fred. Uh, either way. Yeah, man. Fuck you. That was um, the most said, I believe. Um, and also, at one point, they get to Counterfeit, which is a really good cover. It was like a really good like version of Counterfeit. So, yes. Because at, at this point, they were not hold really on, playing a lot of songs that sound like Counterfeit. I gotta figure something out here. That feedback noise, is that just in this recording? It is. Yes. Yeah. The recording's yeah. pretty bad. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um... That's so great. Let's see here. Um, <laughs> That's wonderful. And at one point, Fred Durst, like, he sees shit's going crazy. He's like, hey, guys, can you, like, calm down real quick? Like, this is get, it's kind of ruining my vibe. And I'm like, Fred, you could do a better job. Yeah. yeah. He's like, hey, I don't want to have to get a lawyer, okay? He's like, y'all, can you, like, not right now? <laughs> um, oh, let's see. Uh, and he also has... Well, right uh, now, he's just listing off a bunch of cities. Oh, yeah. At one That's... point, he drops Milwaukee, specifically. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Which is, I mean, uh... I did hear a bunch of uh, northern Midwest towns in there, because I heard Minneapolis, Detroit, St. Paul, blah, blah, He loves the Midwest, uh, you know. Um, we uh, Not a lot of people know this, but we actually invented cargo shorts. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> there's, uh, there's also a point in the performance that's really funny where um, he decides to just have, like, his mic repeat three like three times every time he says a line. Uh, he's the lines, uh, Yeah. And he goes like, this is the fattest shit I've ever seen, ever seen, ever seen. Yeah. I don't know why, that's just really funny. It's, uh, he dreams of, uh, you know, like playing a concert in a cave uh, so you can get that natural echo. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> and I'll, I also, would do that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. And fucking, I would see Limp Biscuit in a cave, too. Uh, fucking. Um, Caving with the biscuit. I'm sorry. What is the name of that? Uh, why am I blanking on uh, Spinal Tap played at Stonehenge? So Wait, true. did they really? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they played Stonehenge. Just remember that? Wait. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, they did, yeah. Mm -hmm. Wait. Fucking... <laughs> Pink Floyd played at Pompeii. Uh, I don't know who that is, but Spinal Tap's pretty cool. So. Yeah, yeah. Isn't, yes. isn't Pompeii, if you close your eyes, uh, that song? Yeah, that Bastille song. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they played uh, at the Bastille uh, festival. Yes. Yeah, Bastille days in Milwaukee. 
<laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Um, and halfway through, and we did cover this over the article as well, they play uh, the song Thieves from Ministry. Yes. They did a really good fucking cover of Thieves. Really good. Um, we'll, we'll just have to sit here and wait until we get to that point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. It'll be, it'll um, be soon. We're th- that's only five songs in. And, uh, and the concert's an hour long, so... Yeah, and there's, uh, <laughs> uh, let's see here. At one point after the song Thieves, uh, and we talk, and once again, it covers the article. Fred is trying to, like, reiterate proper pit protocol. It's like, yo, if you see someone knocked down, pick them up. Mm-hmm. Which is good, obviously. Yeah, you have to lay out the rules because, uh, you know, uh, they'll, they'll trample somebody and they don't give a shit. I mean, they literally did at an Olympus get concert and, like, a 15-year-old girl died. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is good to reiterate uh, pit protocol, but it's it's kind of sad that the people here don't know that already. Yeah. I mean, like, well, I think, uh, Woodstock '99 were mostly normies. Though. Who do you think has killed yeah. more concert goers, Limp Biscuit or Lamb of God? Um, I think Great White will always take that. Yeah, honor. Great White. That, always yeah, takes I, I mean, I would have brought them up, but that's well, uh, that's well, not a fair. Especially question. after their fire and then after their COVID concert. Yeah, their their bodies. <laughs> Let the bodies hit the floor. Great white concert, dude. There needs is. Has there been a Limp Biscuit COVID concert yet? Because there should. I would be excited for that. Smash Mouth is doing it. Yeah, well, Limp Biscuit back, it, back yeah. at that gas station that they were supposed <laughs> oh, to play. Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, and oh my god. Um, they actually were going to play that, but the gas station ran out of uh, combos. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and also, West Borland is shirtless throughout the majority of this performance. Which hell yeah. Yes to Wes. Shirtless. Yes to West. Say I, yes to the West. Yeah, I'm always torn on. Well, I, I think the, the West is best. <laughs> I love uh, uh, West Borland's stage presence. I love that he's always, uh, you know, dressed up or painted or something weird. But also, he's a handsome-looking man, and sometimes you don't get to see it because he's trying to be all uh, freaking weird. You know? I don't know that I've ever seen him without his paint and everything. So I've seen him. He's, he's, he's still cute. Mm? Yeah, he's a, he's I can't, a I can't speak to his hand. You know what? I'm going to look him up right now. He's yeah. a good looking dude. Jess is going to do some on the field reporting on uh, West Portland. Yeah, if you hear any macaroni in the pot, it's because Jess agrees with yeah. us over here. Um, oh, the I was going to say, he looks just like Travis Barker, but for some <laughs> it's reason a it's a picture of Travis Barker. Travis Barker. Uh, <laughs> I think it's because Wes Borland actually uh, uh, was the pilot who crashed Travis Barker's plane. And then, honestly, by the by break stuff, the performance just goes completely off the fucking rails. And to be fair, we do know that from the article we read earlier. It's yeah. true. Um, break stuff is, uh, they, they the crowd took that quite literally. Yes, and at, at one point during the performance, he's like, you know what, if you ever had your fucking... Like life sucks. Your fucking your your friends suck. Your mom sucks. Well, let me tell you what. Now it's time to fucking break stuff. And like everything was already off the rails by that point. So Fred Durst like hyping up the crowd for that. It's like oh god. Does your mom get you down? Well, guess what? We're gonna take it out on the Woodstock '99. Oh, we're gonna take it out on the drywall. <laughs> and also, I I, Come on, I, I didn't realize something that was really funny is um legit. Fred Durst does drop the I only wind a Pepsi. In the song "Struck," oh, yeah. I didn't realize like he actually referenced that at one point. So that's really funny. Nice. Um, I mean, of course, like I said, huge suicidal tendencies influence from Fred Durst. Um, and and also, uh, that actually reason, also inspired the uh, fucking uh, Kylie Jenner commercial. For sure. Well, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of uh, speaking of hot things, uh, at one point just before they start getting into break stuff, there's like a weird camera POV that is like from the angle of his dick pointing at his face, basically. Which is strange. It's like from his crotch angle. And I'm like, why is there a POV of Fred's dick looking at Fred? 
Uh, it's strange. <laughs> Sounds hot. I mean, uh, I've always wondered what it looks like from down there uh, looking up at me. I always so. wanted to be his <laughs> dick, specifically. <laughs> um, and it, honestly, the Nookie performance is probably, should be the most infamous uh, instead of Break Stuff, because that's where the most fucking insane shit happens. Yeah, so, uh, Nookie's right after Break and, Stuff, so everybody... Uh, break Stuff is not a long enough song to break enough stuff during. <laughs> yeah. So and, once that ends, you got to keep breaking <laughs> stuff to whatever happens after. Exactly. And I will say, trigger warning to the audience, we will be talking about some not very pleasant things. Uh, during Nookie, there's at least two instances where the camera pans to women getting sexually assaulted. Uh, and that's just what the camera captured. Literally, yes. Like, I, there, there has to be uh, an insurmountable amount of like sexual assault yes. happening. And by here, the way, and during the opening riffing while he's like doing crowd crowd work that's when it happens like could you imagine all the other fucking times yeah like if, if yeah. hundreds of times probably women got sexually assaulted with Sock it's fucking horrifying um and during this performance the one funny thing about it is that Fred is like trying to hype up the crowd and like his mic isn't working he's like yo yo how many people out there care and he's like uh and he goes to, like, the fucking, like... The like, sound guy's like, like I don't. <laughs> yeah, and the guy's like, hey, he's like, yo, can anyone hear me? Yo, can anyone hear me? And it's like, there's, like, a half a million people out there. <laughs> it's genuinely really... That, like, that's actually pretty funny. Um, I can't even imagine uh, and, playing and, to a crowd like this. And also, yeah, the seriously, line. it's kind of yeah. insane to think about. Even like being in a crowd oh, like yeah. this, it's yeah. it's enormous. Well, if and, you like, just look at the side, it's, it's yeah. a crazy thing. To reiterate, the sexual assaults happen during the song Nookie, which I feel like is extra cursed. Yeah. Yeah. Extremely extra cursed. Especially considering that song is just about Fred Durst, like, not being able to fuck anymore, this girl. Yeah. what makes me so horny, because it makes me think, like, what if I could fuck that girl? Um, <laughs> yeah, Fred Durst is out of the picture now. Uh, no, and also, uh, the, the, the security is called uh, the Peace Patrol. Which just sounds cursed as shit. That sounds, like, pretty fascist to me. I don't know why. Yeah, the Peace Patrol, it, I, it's kind of like... Naming a gun the peacemaker or something, you yeah, know, exactly. it's, got, it's got bad vibes to it. But so. uh, apparently, they weren't doing a very good job of keeping it peaceful. <laughs> no, no. And then the set ends with the song "Faith," which is always a which is always a good like ender. Um, and at one point, Fred literally goes out on the crowd, like into like crowd surfs into the crowd. Hmm. Which, of course, we know the Woodstock 99 crowd was infamously pretty violent. Yeah. So the fact that he was willing to do that, even with security behind him, is pretty fucking brave. It is pretty brave. Um, Gotta hand it to Fred. Uh, and then geez. also, uh, there's another, and once again, considering the context of how many women were sexually assaulted at uh, Woodstock, this should be pretty scummy. Uh, Fred, at one point, tells the ladies to get up on random dudes' necks so they can see their performance. Oh. Like on the shoulders of... Men? Yeah, that's a mistake. I mean, yeah. to be fair, he probably didn't know the extent of what was going on out well, there. Especially but, uh, considering that all the sexual assaults were women who were on top of like men's shoulders getting groped from behind. Oh. Which makes it even fucking worse. Yeah. Uh, good job, Fred. Fred, um, you really kind of contributed there by accident. Yeah. And I, I know that was not your intention, but, uh, you know. Uh, and then the the one last couple things here is that Fred Durst, uh, during Faith, uh, when the breakdown starts, he gets on top of one of those wood boards and just starts fucking, like, just basically, like, you know, fucking doing hardcore dancing on it. It's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. um, and then for whatever reason, Vern Troyer shows up. 
he's smiling, having a good time, and it's like, he, I think he was smiling because he saw the woman get sexually assaulted, and he liked that. Yeah, I mean, he's um, a big uh, assault fan. And then, at the very end, this one is probably one of the most sad things I've ever seen at, like, any concert performance. There's a guy after the after Limp Bizkit leaves the set who's literally begging the crowd to calm down. Oh, man. Because he's like, people are getting hurt out there. Everyone needs to calm down. If if we don't calm down, people are going to get hurt. People are going to die. And that's how the performance ends. Holy shit. Okay. He, you no, know, it's fucked. Wait, he comes onto the stage after it's yeah. over? Hmm. See, I missed that. This is my first exposure to... I'm wa- you're, you're hearing live my first exposure to <laughs> exactly. the entire show. But so, it, it uh, is amazing to me that like they, they chose to end the performance with a guy begging for the crowd to not murder people. Mm-hmm. Like, it's in fucking sane. It is pretty insane. That, uh, I mean, that... That that has to happen. I mean, do you, is that someone Limp Bizkit brought on stage, or do you think it's someone? I think that, that was uh, literally one of the people who the organized concert. the crowd. Yeah, or like organized the event. I really think that's what happened. It's probably a good idea. Oh my god, and we are uh, right in between where Fred's like, "Hey, yo, I'm trying to play," uh, and everyone's looking pretty happy. No, no rapes happened yet <laughs> that I could see. Uh, Maybe oh, way back. What? Uh, that ha- well, that was annoying. <laughs> Damn. Video had to rebuffer, and also like <laughs> sweet 4K as, 2020 as, quality. As we're watching baby. it right now, I do need to reiterate to the audience: West Borland's makeup, significant era, like era, fucking significant other era, I should say. Um, rips. Yeah, he's got he great makeup and costume. Great, a very iconic oh. West Borland look for sure. Going back, I didn't really talk about his uh, his look before then. It, um, you know, without the makeup, he kind of looks pretty normy. So I'm glad he does wear the makeup. You know, he looks it, a little normy, but I think uh, I mean he's handsome, but it's it's in a normy way. I yeah, guess he's not like he's not like a crushingly attractive man, but like for new metal standards, he's a crushingly attractive. Yeah, he's man. a normy. I, I would want to bed me down. Yes. <laughs> okay. Like, if you only could choose new metal guys, West Borland's definitely Well, considering there. he's such a talented guitarist, I bet he can finger really well. <laughs> he just plays a clip like... <laughs> and, and then Vern Troyer comes up, and I'm like, where the fuck did you come from? <laughs> I mean, Vern Troyer literally is in this performance. Uh, and wait, Vern Troyer was in Pauly Shore is Dead, right? Another, yes, uh, another alum that's in Pauly Shore is Dead? Mm-hmm. <laughs> there are some very frequent uh, Fred Durst collaborators we discovered on this bracket. Yeah, which it's is, like this it's weird just... circle of like <laughs> oh, yeah, late great. 90s, early 2000s uh, quasi-celebrities. I guess at this time, celebrities in their own right. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I will say, though, you're liking the performance so far. Is it lit? I mean, it's pretty lit. I haven't uh, been pay- I, I've been paying attention half between this and half uh, you guys talking. Yeah, if, if Jess was paying well, full attention to the concert, she'd be up on the table breaking shit all. Yeah, I'd be breaking yeah. stuff already. Um, and I, I will say, even though it is a good performance, and Fred Durst does really give it his all, there is there's just too much like curse shit happening in the audience to really, really relish. Yeah, it. to really appreciate it, it's uh, it's. Given knowing what's going on while this is happening does make it quite a bit harder to appreciate it. Um, yeah, but I do want to give a shout out for Bizkit666 for uploading this. Uh, go check them out on the uh, YouTube. Yeah, yeah, Woodstock 99 by Bizkit666. And I will say, honestly, the video quality is really fucking good for 1999. Yeah. Like, usually shit from back then was like just. Just well, I mean, I think uh, a lot of the problem is a lot of that stuff got released on videotape and people yeah. like archive the videotapes and not the original video footage. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas so, if you shoot on film, you can make that HD pretty much. No mm-hmm. matter how old it is. Hey, 
but but no, the, the quality of this is really good. I think that Fred Durst is, is genuinely putting in a pretty solid performance. You can really see why Woodstock 99 is the uh, best of all the Woodstocks. Yeah. Um, I mean, wave, to be fair, I mean, Woodstock 99 probably did have less rape than Woodstock 69. So <laughs> Yeah, even with all this going on. So, wait, is anything, that? Uh, was it? I look like Puff Daddy. I think that was Puff Daddy. I mean, you, you see Fieldy. It's true. Um, <laughs> I will say anything to add before we move on to Publication 436. No, I don't think so. Um, I'm not turning this off, though. All <laughs> I want to say um, is if you're listening to this, tweet at us and let us know, did you see corn last night? Yeah. Um, did you all see corn last night? So, uh, yeah, like that tweet that at us and, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, Jess, and you like- uh, also when, when he saw corn, were you ready? Okay, my enthusiasm for seeing that performance was falling away from me. Um, so for moving on to population 436, do you want me to do a little quick plot summary? Yeah, let's do a quick plot summary just because the audience at home may not remember that illustrious. A quick dibbly well, down. Uh, Population 436, if we go through this, this came out in 2006, was rated R, directed by Michelle McLaren, uh, produced by Gavin Pallone, or Poloni, not sure how to pronounce it. Runtime of 92 minutes, but we will never know the budget or box office grows. Nobody um, should know. Mm-hmm. It's for Fred to know, and us to never find out. Yeah. <laughs> Not even uh, the director. <laughs> she doesn't even know. He is still to this day trying to figure out the fucking budget <laughs> for this movie. <laughs> um, but uh, plot summary here. A census taker named Steve Katie goes to a small town t- called uh, Rockwell Falls in order to learn more about the population there. During his stay there, he befriends Fred Durst, a local police officer, and also kind of begins to have a fling with a local woman who's in the house he's staying in who Fred Durst has his eye on. But... As his stay goes on, he discovers that the town's population has been 436 for over 150 years and that no one in town is allowed to leave as they believe the town's population must always remain at 436. Anyone who tries to leave is said to have the sickness. So they throw a festival in Steve's honor uh, in which one woman kills herself and they all welcome in as the newest town member because she had to kill herself because they got a new member. The population was going to be 437. Can't have that. But uh, when he objects, they treat him for his sickness as well as the woman that he has been, you know, having that fling with. Her treatment is a lobotomy. And uh, eventually... Uh, Steve ends up making his escape along with a young girl who they also said had the sickness. Uh, Fred Durst meets him at the edge of town and is supposed to be there to stop Steve from leaving, but he lets Steve go because him and Steve, they had good times shooting those bottles, talking. And uh, Steve and the girl are then hit head-on by a semi and die. (laughs) And uh, then a colleague of Steve shows up in town looking for him. They welcome him in. They welcome him in, saying they'll have a new festival in his honor. And uh, that's the whole movie. 
Yes, and I will say I tried rewatching this movie, but I'm like, fuck this, I don't want to rewatch this movie. Uh, <laughs> I, I had a hard not, time rewatching it. It does I, not get better on subsequent viewings. Yeah, it uh, really doesn't. No, it's not uh, good. Well, you know, the last it, five minutes do. Uh, and to be fair, <laughs> the reason I personally say that too is because I did not vote for this episode last time for the long shots. Look, so I have ultra not a reason to vote for this. Oh, yeah, I, I forgot d- that you did vote long shots. I did, yes. Yeah, it was uh, me, Nathan, and Dave that pushed this one through. But uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I voted long shots too. I don't yeah. even fucking remember, and it wasn't even that long ago. <laughs> yeah, but uh, uh, so this one, I don't know. I will say on a rewatch, and I did rewatch this, um, yeah, doesn't get any better. In fact, significantly worse. Uh, <laughs> in fact, I will say, speaking of things that make it significantly better, you did watch the alternate ending, correct? I did watch yes. the alternate Which, ending, yes. So it uh, is monumentally different because... Uh, <laughs> because there's like three. Die. Yeah, they, yeah they, don't they don't die. But they, most same, importantly, I'm sorry. Uh, oh. The continue. It's the same scene essentially, uh, but instead of it ending when the truck hits them head on, they instead swerve to the right and get out of the way of the semi truck, and uh, they live. And then everything else is the fucking same. <laughs> well, so honestly, I think the ending has way more meaning than you, like, people might give it credit for. Like, oh, they just changed, like, one thing. But to be fair, that literally does change the entire meaning of the movie. Like, the town is literally just made that bullshit up. Yep, it does, actually, and I like this ending quite a bit more. I do, too. I, I think, honestly, having a, having that twist, like, the town tried to keep its tradition forever and was just willing to murder anyone for literally nothing yeah. is an ins- it was a, would have made a much better fucking movie. I choose to believe that they sent that semi-truck driver out there and they made the census guy uh, not pay attention while he was driving. Yeah. And so it is still their doing. And that's the thing, too, is that it would make sense because the, the town rationalized it is, well, as long as they don't spend the night... Which, why would that make a difference? They're yeah. already in the city limits. I have no idea. I, I think it's... I, I, I don't know, because I think when someone stays the night, it implies some somewhat more permanence. I mean, on my map of everywhere I've traveled, I have different pins for if I've just passed through, if I've spent the night there. But so we all know there is a significant... God cares about, per, like, permanent, like, residence. Yes, that, that's it. Yeah, but I mean, if you basically... If, you, if you've spent a night somewhere, you've lived there. Um, it's yeah, the exactly. same what I that I always say. Yeah. Um, Taylor, do you think it was intentional that the uh, the alternate ending was exactly four minutes and 36 seconds? Was it really? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Okay. It was. Uh, yeah. that, that was intentional. That uh, seems too strange to be coincidental. Yeah, yeah there's it no can't be. <laughs> the, no the alternate ending video you sent us to watch for that? Yeah. Exactly I don't even think they go through the entire credits, so yeah, they stopped it at a very specific moment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, population 436, runtime 436, uh, altogether, great film. Yeah, yeah. fantastic. Uh, to be fair, I think this was the only movie that Fred Durst uh, got nominated for uh, Best Picture. Yes. Uh, I th- no, I think you got nominated for Best Actor. Oh, yes, 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 absolutely. But, um, um, but yes, I will say this movie does not get any better in subsequent viewings. Uh, and <laughs> yes. Not good. Yeah. Uh, one thing I do want to say uh, to I don't know if I mentioned it the first time. I don't like the way this movie looks. And that's a weird thing to say. But yeah, like the, the color is really bad. It's really flat and like desaturated almost and not in, like an interesting or good way. It just looks like. Boom, boom, boom. Sorry, I'm jamming out. It just looks like they didn't do enough like post editing to make it look more interesting. No. It's I don't know. Blech. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's not uh, pretty enough to distract uh, from how shitty it is. 
Uh, and I know I just said it's a good movie, um, <laughs> and I do believe that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's... But, yeah, there are a lot of horror movies with, like, less interesting plots than this that, like, look better and thus are more yeah. watchable to be for some reason. I don't know. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's important for, uh, uh, I mean, if all else fails in a horror movie, uh, make it, uh, like, big stylistic choices uh, that uh, make it look uh, sexy and not uh, just completely boring. Yeah. Yes, I agree. <laughs> Oh, man. Is there anything else we uh, want to add to Population 436 before we get to the votes? Um, yeah, I don't know. There's not a whole lot to say about this movie, I feel. Uh, yeah, I, I was hoping to find more special features, but the only thing that it had was the alternate <laughs> ending. Yeah, quite yeah. frankly, too, I, I will say I do think the alternate ending is better. Uh, oh, objectively, I think it's, it's much better. Yeah, but that's that's pretty much what I got to say here. I, don't know. I did like uh, watching them get smashed, but uh, from a but storytelling standpoint, yes, the alternate ending uh, is way better. Storytelling standpoint, and they also they killed like an eight or nine year old girl. I don't know. Yeah, was, that, was, this which, is which like even in very violent gory horror movies, they don't usually do that. There's like little girl yeah, ghosts. Here's, here's but something they don't I will kill say. Them. Yeah, I, I but we say, should I'll, kill more kids. Outside of like, I'm hereditary, <laughs> I can't think of a single movie where they do that outside like hereditary. Or yeah, uh, the new Hollywood. Halloween movie. They fucking oh, Michael okay. Myers stabs a child through the neck. Really? That uh, owns actually. I'm down for that. Um, I uh, this uh, may sound a little morbid, uh, but I uh, usually am uh, willing to give a movie more of the benefit of the doubt if they are uh, ballsy enough to kill a child on screen. Because I feel like a lot of movies uh, would not do that. So um, I mean, Antichrist more power a baby. to him. That's true. Like at the very beginning. Yeah, that's different, though. Babies aren't people. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and that's the thing, though, is that I think they were just like, oh, let's just reenact uh, Eric Clapton's life. <laughs> I think it was kind of shitty that they had to do that. But, uh, but um, uh, to your point, Jess, some people say life begins at conception. I say life begins uh, five, six years after birth. Yeah, I think it's somewhere around like the, the 12th birthday. I mean, frankly, yeah. if you ask yeah. Mark McGrath, he, he thinks that life begins when grass is on the field. Oh, God. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, play ball, baby. Oh, God. No, I can't. I don't even want to joke about it. All right. Oh. But yes, I think I think we should get to the votes. All right. All right. What, uh, Dave, you want to do a countdown? Can you even hear us <laughs> over the biscuit? By the way, uh, that, that was perfect Dave, uh, like, uh, soundbite. When he said, <laughs> it's like, you want to get to the countdown? He's like, you want to play that game, bitch? <laughs> Literally, Fred just said that. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, I think Dave is uh, MIA right now. Yeah. But, uh, Are you talking to me? Yes. I can't hear you over the biscuit. <laughs> oh, okay, fair enough. Are you, uh, I thought, I figured you'd be using the Furman. No, I'm using the monitors. Okay. Okay, fair enough. All well, right, so we'll get to the countdown, and considering that I am your. Uh, I'm the officiator of Fred Durst Friday. <laughs> I'll get to it. All right. Three. Two, one, Woodstock Population <laughs> You fucking bitch. You fucking cunt. <laughs> Fuck you. Hey, at least it's two to, two hey, to three, Hey, at though. least mine is less rape. <laughs> I know it does, but look, there's frankly much more to talk hey, about. Hey, but if they killed the kid, you dumb broad. <laughs> <laughs>
There's frankly much more to talk about with Woodstock 99. Oh, there's a hell of a lot more, and I kind of just did that knowing that you two were voting the other way. I decided uh, to And then to be clear, I'm not voting to support the assault uh, and the rape and all that stuff. I'm supporting, uh, you know, one of the most iconic uh, moments in Frederick's career. Yeah, yeah. that is true. It's it. This really was a career-defining moment no, in absolutely. a lot of ways. Like, it, without people, this, there might not be a Population 436. And even yeah. if it weren't for all the bad things and bad publicity that happened, just playing a crowd this large is something that generally yeah. doesn't happen to anyone. So. And you know what they say uh, in like TV shows that I've seen? Uh, any publicity is good uh, uh, pub- publicity. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so um, 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 if somebody came to my show, I'd fucking kill them all. I agree. <laughs> Well, you you play the Kill 'Em All album from Metallica, right? Yeah, uh, okay. I well, yeah, I would put metal up their ass, uh, which of course is the original title. Yes, uh, I would trick them by thinking it's Kill 'Em All, but when they get there, it'd be metal up their ass. <laughs> yeah. Metal I, dildos everywhere. Yeah. Everyone has to sit. There's one right out of the seat. And I, I will say, Jess, uh, now that uh, Woodstock '99 wins and it goes up against Bleed from Soulfly in the next round of that bracket. Dual music again, baby. Yeah, baby. So, do you have the? Oh, the bracket. Um, hold I on, think, hold on. Uh, no, I don't actually. I don't fucking, have my phone, and that's why um, I want to get it. Terrible. terrible fanatic terrible. Uh, versus. I don't. Uh, yeah. I think it's a fanatic versus uh, something seamless. 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 It is the yes. fanatic I couldn't versus remember, seamless. I couldn't yes. remember what won in uh, seamless versus uh, get naked. Get naked, and I honestly. Uh, a night or two ago, I was just strolling around my house and for some reason had Get Naked stuck in my head. <laughs> Good. And I didn't think that could happen. Yeah. So maybe it should have. <laughs> to be honest, that song is pretty much completely fallen out of my brain. And Get I, Naked! I'm happy with it that way. That's totally fine. Uh, it's it's not great. Uh, and that's why it lost immediately. Uh, so oh, yes. There's a topless lady right here in the video. Oh, uh, uh, is there sexual assault happening? I, I was trying. Uh, to... It looked like people were like leaning up there, maybe, but uh, yeah, trying to. Right. But her uh, tits are too short. <laughs> oh no, not not quite yet. All right, but I will say this is the Fred Durst crew signing off. This is Taylor. This is Mike. And this is Chaz. And that's Dave somewhere up there. But yeah, he, he can't hear over the rock. Bye bye. I'm gonna get my groove on right now.